Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Kaden Behan, your host and a volunteer for New Heights. Currently, we do have a storm going on outside, so there might be a tiny bit of background noise, but hopefully not too much for the show. <clears throat> the topic for this show is homework from help to shape teenagers' sleep patterns. And also, we're going to discuss a little bit why sleep is important for academic success in teenagers and college students. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Let's begin our topic of the day. We're going to talk about how homework and friends can shape teenage sleep patterns, and we're going to move on to why it's important for teenagers and college students to get sleep in order to do well in their studies. This article is taken from Sarah D. Sparks um, from Education Weekly and is also put up on our site for the radio show today if you would like to read along with me. It is no secret that students' sleep habits deteriorate in puberty, but high schoolers may owe their sleep and subsidize as much to social changes as biological ones. And the University of Cincinnati study finds parents, peers, and school environment are more likely to predict whether a student sleeps well than the, the developmental stage alone. Previous research has shown that adolescents have a natural drop in melatonin, a chemical that promotes sleepiness, that can make it harder for them to go to sleep and make them more vulnerable to other physical interruptions. Other cesarean sleep pattern, sleep cycle, <laughs> excuse me, such as those created by melatonin suppressing light, melatonin suppressing light. When adolescents have trouble sleeping, doctors often recommend prescription drugs to address the problem. So David J. Malm, the study author and sociology professor at the university. My research indicates that it's necessary to look beyond biology when seeking to understand and treat adolescent sleep problems. The role of homework and friends in sleep patterns. 
The study, published in this month's issue of the Journal of Health and Social Behavior, tracked the sleep habits of 974 middle-class adolescents over three years from the age of 12 to 15. During that time, the teenagers' average sleep time dropped from more than nine hours each school night in sixth grade to less than eight hours each school night by age 15. That's in line with the most recent study in 2006 of adolescents by the Arlington Vermont-based National Sleep Foundation, which found adolescents' bedtime drags from 9 to 24 p.m. on average in sixth grade to after 11 p.m. by senior year, though their average school start times remain at 7.30 a.m. The foundation considered nine hours to nine hours a night of sleep to be optimal for students from grades 6 through 12, and anything less than eight hours a night is determined to be insufficient. Students reporting heavy loads of homework were significantly more likely to be sleep-deprived, particularly if this homework load had increased a lot from the age 12 to 15. Moreover, students who used computers frequently on school nights were more likely to have shorter and more sporadic sleep. Friends could help or hurt sleep habits. Mr. Mom also found students who reported a strong attachment to their school and positive relationships with friends had longer and less disrupted sleep. Teens who have pro-social friends tend to behave in pro-social ways, which includes taking care of one's health by getting proper sleep, he said. However, students who reported stressful relationships with friends or disengagement at school had worse sleep patterns. In particular, girls were more likely than boys to report sleep problems related to worrying about homework, friends, or family. Students whose parents remained closely involved and kept at bedtimes as students got older had longer and less disrupted sleep. Now we're going to move on to a little bit as to why sleeping may be more important than studying. This is an article by Katrina Schwartz, which is also listed on our site for today's program. <clears throat> Getting enough sleep is an undervalued but part of learning. Contrary to students' belief that staying up all night to cram for an exam will lead to higher scores, the truth is the need for a good night's rest is even more important than finishing homework or studying for a test. A recent study in the journal Child Development showed that sacrificing sleep in order to study will actually backfire. The study followed 535 Los Angeles high school students for 14 days, checking how long they slept, as well as how long, how well they understood material being taught in class, and how they performed on a test, quiz, or homework. Although the researchers expected that an extra, the extra hours of studying that eat into sleep time might create problems in terms of students' understanding of what they were taught in class, they were surprised to find that diminishing the sleep diminishing sleep in order to study was actually associated with doing more poorly on the test, quiz, or homework. Reduced sleep accounts for an increase in academic problems that occurs after days of increased studying, said UCLA scientist Andrew Fulini. Although these nights of extra studying may seem necessary, they can come at a cost. In another study by a research team at the University of York, researchers found that sleep even helps boost language acquisition skills in young children. Children's ability to recall and recognize new words improves approximately 12 hours after training, but only if sleep occurs, said Dr. Lisa Henderson, the lead researcher on the study. The key effects were maintained one week later, suggesting that these new words are retained in long-term memory. 
A study published in Developmental Science shows that when they sleep enough, children show the same learning patterns as adults. Yet, even with well-documented evidence that sleep is necessary to learning, students continue to face increasing demands on their time. Kids often participate in extracurricular activities as well as hours of as many hours of homework each night. What really is happening during sleep? Sleep happens in several stages, with each phase serving a particular purpose. The human body takes care of its physical needs first. Quickly passing through stages one and two, which are brief, the body settles into several hours of stage three and four sleep. During these stages, neurons in the brain have synchronized into a regular rhythm, and the body begins to repair itself. The immune system is restored, muscles and cardiovascular systems are rejuvenated, and the positive effects on metabolism and muscle growth from exercise take effect. The reason to get a good night's sleep is really so you can enjoy the next day and so you can consolidate what you did the day before, says Dr. Matt Carter, senior fellow at the University of Washington in a recent webinar. Towards the end of a typical six to eight hour night of sleep, the brain gets its chance at rejuvenation during rapid eye movement or REM sleep. This is the stage that's crucial for learners because the brain solidifies all that was taken in the day before and clears out old unnecessary memories to make room for new information. In REM sleep, your brain is basically replaying everything that had happened during the previous day and consolidating what you've learned, Carter said. During the learning process, the brain synapses fire in particular patterns. At night, those patterns are firing over and over again, strengthening the pathway. Equally important, there are many small details that the brain remembers from the previous day that it won't need. During REM sleep, the brain purges the unnecessary details to make room for new learning the following day. If you didn't get a good night's sleep, it's really hard to learn new things because you didn't clear out all of the old synaptic connections, says Carter. The brain rejuvenating functions happen in REM sleep, a later sleep stage, so if a student doesn't sleep enough, he won't spend much time in REM sleep. This is with, with adults, sleep-deprived kids won't be able to focus well, and over time, the effects of sleep deprivation will wear on the body. <clears throat> so what is the solution? Educator Madeleine Levine, an author of Teach Your Children Well, says high school, says high school should adjust their schedules to meet the needs of adolescents. School should start at 10 a.m. to help ensure that high school students get the nine hours that they need. That would go a long way in helping them focus in class and even prevent depression, a condition increasingly linked to lack of sleep. And it's not just about the number of hours in bed, it's about the quality of sleep. Sleep is something that you can prepare for and be deliberate about, Carter said, adding that people think sleep comes naturally to kids. But for young ones, it's especially important to establish a routine, not to eat carbohydrates before sleep, and to avoid bright screens before bed. The glow biologically resets the circadian rhythm, circadian rhythm that responds to how much light enters the eye. For kids who have trouble falling asleep, parents should teach them relaxation techniques, like taking deep breaths and listening to slow tempo music that helps the neurons fall into the synchronized pattern quicker. <clears throat> More solutions for having better and <laughs> high quality sleep for children and adolescents is taken off of the sleepfoundation.org. Here are some things that this foundation suggests to help you and your child get a better night's sleep. 
make sleep a priority, review teen time in this in the website's toolkit and keep a sleep diary. Decide what you need to change to get enough sleep to stay healthy, happy, and smart. Naps can help pick you up and make you work more efficiently if you plan them right. However, naps that are too long or too close to bedtime can interfere with your regular sleep. Make your room a sleep haven. Keep it cool, quiet, and dark. If you need to, get eye shades or blackout curtains. Letting in bright light in the morning to signal your body to wake up. No pills, vitamins, or drinks can replace a good night's sleep. Consuming caffeine close to bedtime can hurt your sleep, so avoid coffee, tea, soda, or pop and chocolate late in the day so that way you can get a good night's sleep. Nicotine and alcohol will also interfere with your sleep, so it's best to avoid these substances. When you're sleep deprived, you are as impaired as driving with a blood alcohol content of 0.08%, which is illegal for drivers in many states. Drowsy driving causes over 100,000 crashes each year. Recognize that sleep deprivation is important and call someone else for a ride. Only sleep can save you. So this is when you're very tired and you're out and about uh, to take into consideration that it's dangerous to travel by yourself when you are very tired, especially if you're behind the wheel of the vehicle. Also, establish a bed and wake-up time and stick to it, coming as close as you can on the weekends. A consistent sleep schedule will help you feel less tired since it allows your body to get in sync with its natural patterns. Don't eat, drink, or exercise within a few hours of your bedtime. Don't leave your homework for the last minute and try to avoid TV, computer, or telephones in the hour before you go to bed. Stick to quiet, calm activities and you'll fall asleep much more easily. If you do the same things every night before you go to sleep, you teach your body the signals that it's time for bed. Try taking a bath or shower. This will leave you extra time in the morning or reading a book before going to bed to establish this habit. Try also keeping a diary or to-do list. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School. The world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. If you jot down notes before you go to sleep, you'll be less likely to stay awake wearing or stressing. When you hear your friends talking about their all-nighters, tell them how good you feel after getting enough sleep. Finally, most teens experience changes in their sleep schedules. Their, their internal body clocks can cause them to fall asleep or wake up later. You can't change this, but you can, can participate in interactive activities and classes to help counteract your sleepiness. Make sure your activities at night are calming to counteract your already heightened alertness. <clears throat> if a teen needs about nine and a quarter hours of sleep to do their best and actually go to sleep around 11 p.m., one way to get more sleep is to start school later. Teens' natural sleep cycle puts them in conflict when school starts, but most high school students need an alarm clock or a parent to wake them up on school days. Many of them are like zombies getting ready for school and find it hard to be alert and pay attention in class. Because they're sleep deprived, they are sleepy all day and cannot do their best. Students that have set later bell times find that students do not. Schools that have set later bell times find that students do not go to bed later. They get one more hour of sleep per school night, which means five hours more per week. 
Enrollment and attendance improves and students are more likely to be on time when school starts. Parents and teachers report that teens are more alert in the morning and in better moods and are less likely to feel depressed or need to visit a nurse or a school counselor. And so this is very important and perhaps if your child is being homeschooled to perhaps set the sleep schedule or the start of the school day later since it is more flexible when you have your own home program rather than having to necessarily deal with the whole school district and how when they start school. <clears throat> Here's also just some different um, data on sleep and how it can affect uh, teenagers when they don't get enough sleep. While everyone is accustomed to having a bad morning here and there, feeling irritable, unhappy, or even sad, the 2006 Sleep in American poll found that many adolescents exhibit symptoms of a depressive mood on frequent, if not daily, basis, and these teens are more likely to have sleep problems. The poll calculated depressive mood scores for each of the 1,600 poll respondents by measuring adolescents' response to four mood states using a scale of one to three, where one equals not at all and three equals much. And the data was taken from the questions whether they felt unhappy, sad or depressed, felt hopeless about the future, felt nervous or tense, or worried too much about things. The results show that about half, 46% of the adolescents surveyed, had a depressive mood score of about 10 to 14, and 37 had a score of 15 to 19, well, 17% had a score of 20 to 30. These scores are considered low, moderate, and high, respectively. Most notably, these adolescents with high scores ranging from 20 to 30 were more likely than those with lower scores to take longer to fall asleep on school nights, get an insufficient amount of sleep, <clears throat> and have sleep problems related to sleepiness. In fact, 73% of those adolescents who report feeling unhappy, sad, or depressed also report not getting enough sleep at night and being excessively sleepy during the day. While many adults think that adolescents have things easy or don't have much to worry about, the opposite seems true according to the National Sleep Foundation poll. <laughs> Most adolescents were likely to say they worried about things too much, about 58%, and or stressed out or were anxious a great deal of the time which is about 56% of the police. Many of the adolescents surveyed also reported feeling hopeless about the future or feeling unhappy, sad, or depressed much or somewhat within the past two weeks of survey. Research shows that the lack of sleep affects mood, and a depressed mood can lead to a lack of sleep. To combat this vicious cycle, sleep experts recommend that, sleep, that teens prioritize sleep and focus on healthy sleep habits. Teens can start by getting 8.5 to 9.5 and a half hours of sleep they need each night, keeping consistent sleep and wake schedules on school nights and weekends, and opting for relaxing activities such as reading or taking a shower as discussed before, before bed <clears throat> instead of turning on the TV or computer. If parents and teens know what good sleep entails and the benefits of making and sticking to a plan that supports good sleep, then they might reexamine their choices about what truly are their essential activities, says Mary Perskaden, PhD Director of Chronobiology and Sleep Research at the EP Bradley Hospital and Professor of Psychiatry and Human Behavior, Behavior at Brown Medical School in Providence, Rhode Island. The earlier parents can start helping their children with good sleep habits, the easier it will be to sustain them through the teen years. So that concludes our topic for today, just some final notes. Um, 
what I really hope that the audience takes away from this is the importance of sleep, obviously, that we discussed in great detail. And parents as well take away uh, different ways you can encourage more sleep in your child's uh, life in general. Obviously, it's a bit difficult nowadays now that pressure academically continues to build and assignments seem to get longer and longer and more stressful for students. But recently, I've been prioritizing my sleep myself, and I found that it really does make a big difference. And sometimes you just might have to take a loss on a homework assignment to get nine hours of sleep rather than to be sleep-deprived, depressed, anxious, and things like that, which could be more detrimental in the future rather than missing one homework assignment. And so it's very important to discuss this with your children and to hopefully help them learn proper sleep habits so that way they can take them, these with them when they go off to college where they're by themselves and hopefully have good sleep habits already established. Have a great weekend, everybody, and join us next week again for our show, which will be on why disparities in child care enrollment. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.